Hello and welcome back. This is a special early episode as well. This is episode 61. Today is July 3rd and it's an Independence Day special. And the title is Independence Day. What does it mean to you? Fourth of July has always been my most favorite American holiday. For one, summer is my favorite season and July is my favorite month. I love it because it still is early in the warm and summer season and I get to be outside and enjoy Mother Nature. And I think it is a very meaningful holiday. I am a naturalized American citizen. I fled my home country in the middle of one of the deadliest wars when I was 17. Many of us were forced to flee because our lives were in danger. And for people like myself and my family who had the black marks on their files by the government, it was a matter of having to find life elsewhere. I had to leave because there was simply no life or future for me there. Not only did I have to escape the war, the political turmoil, daily violence, especially aimed at women, no future in education, but my dad had died on my 15th birthday. My sisters were already in the United States, and I was left with a mother who wanted to move on with her own life and really didn't need me to get in her way. I had to flee my own biological mother more than anything. I did. I ended up in Belgium at the age of 17, not knowing one single word of any of the three languages they speak in Belgium, and very limited English. I was free in a foreign country where no one could understand me, but my life was safe for the most part. I tried to learn the language very quickly. I had to. And even though I really liked Belgium and the people, I never really felt that I belonged there. I was always missing something. Going back home was not easy and almost dangerous, really not an option. There was uh, really no turning back at that point. After four years, I ended up in the United States to visit my sisters. In a short period of time, surprisingly, I was able to pass some exams and get into college within the first year. This was amazing and almost unbelievable, but I was finally able to start college. I was happy about that, and I started feeling like I was making progress and finding some comfort in my new place of residence. But there was still something missing. I really could not put my finger on it. My sisters, few cousins and distant relatives, and many friends were all around, but I still felt a hole in my chest. Fast forward seven years, and I got into Dartmouth Medical School to start working on my PhD. While visiting New England on an interview, um, I had no idea that I could fit into this culture. In my view, there is a big difference in culture between California or most of the West Coast and the East Coast, mostly New, New England, New, New Hampshire, Vermont, and Massachusetts, and Maine. Even though they are all from the same great country, but culturally, there are many differences in my mind. 
I had grown up in a huge city of Tehran and had never really lived in rural areas. If you can believe it, I had never seen a cow in person, like by close by in my life until I was in Belgium. So the rural and country life was very foreign to me. I thought, okay, you got into one of the top Ivy League schools in the country on a full scholarship. Consider yourself lucky. Just focus on your PhD and then you can go back to California. And that was exactly what I had intended and what my family had intended for me. Fast forward five more years. I finished my PhD while living in Vermont and going to graduate school in Hanover, New Hampshire, which meant my commute was eight miles. Soon after I graduated, my family was expecting me to go back. I thought I was going back, but I kept dragging my feet for some reason. Anytime I visited family during those five years, I could not wait to come back home. The thought of going back to California almost depressed me, made me very sad, and I couldn't explain it. One day, I was biking with a friend, and I shared this with her. She told me, don't you think that you have found your true home? Home is not always where your blood relatives are, but where you feel home. That just clicked. I had found my home away from home, after my country of birth, Iran, which I still miss very much, I still do. This had slowly but surely become my home. So, of course, every time I went away, I was missing home. It took me a while to finally admit it to myself, then to my family in California. I am not coming back. I still hear about it. But I think that we are all at peace with the fact that I have become a Vermonter, a country girl. Even though I never imagined myself living in the rural area and countryside, surrounded by wilderness, nature, farmlands, farms, farm animals, and all the great things that surround me here in this brave little state as they call Vermont, this is home today. I became naturalized in 2018, officially an American citizen. Being a nerd, I did my citizenship exam. I took my citizenship exam very seriously. I studied every word in the book I was given and went above and beyond the hundred questions I was supposed to study. Yes, I am a nerd. But if I was going to be a citizen, I felt obligated to learn the history, the traditions, and learn about the Constitution of the United States. I had to feel it in my gut. I had to own it. During those months that I was learning more about the American history and culture, I will tell you I still know very little about it, but I know more than I did then. I began to really appreciate how the founding fathers fought for their freedom and for their independence. And I really appreciated how simple yet complete the Constitution is, even for someone who knows next to nothing about the American politics and the history. I am so impressed by the fact that a nation with a very short history of only 244 years is the leading nation in the world. But sometimes I feel that Americans who were born here do not really appreciate this as much as those of us who were not born here do. I think we all take things for granted in life, but when we lose something, that is when we realize how much that thing meant to us 
and we may even feel guilty for taking it for granted. I was too young to take my birth country for granted. When, I was a, when it was a safe and wonderful place to live. Before I was old enough to start appreciating what we had, our world was turned upside down and our culture, as we knew it, was being destroyed in front of our very eyes. I fled, I took my life, and ran away. It took me two continents, two countries, few states, and more than ten years to finally find my home again. I do not have an explanation for why this feels like home more than anywhere else in this world now, but it is. For the past 22 years, I have lived in New England, and I have had my own 4th of July tradition. I always go for a solo bike ride. I usually ride anywhere from 50 to 100 miles, depending on the weather and other plans, but I always ride. As you know... Riding my road bike is my cave time, my therapy, my absolute most favorite thing to do. But on 4th of July, it is also a time to reflect on what this day means to me. Although it doesn't look like this year, I can hold this tradition not on the day because of the weather and all the rain we've had, but I still reflect. I am always grateful for the freedom that I am lucky to have living in this country. I'm grateful that this land and its kind and generous people have welcomed me as a fellow citizen. I never take this freedom for granted because I have experienced the alternative, not being free. I went through hell and back to get here and find freedom in this country, in this little state. I will never take for granted all the lives that were sacrificed, and I will never forget those who were brave so that we could be free. Every year when I ride, maybe not this year, I see the 4th of July parade. Last year, I was partially sad to see the view of the towns where I usually stop on the bike or slow down significantly to ride alongside the parade. Sad because the picture was very quiet. In a small town where normally hundreds of people would come together to celebrate one thing, freedom, and independence. Last year, there was nothing. I'm so glad that last year and the pandemic is somewhat behind us. I am so very grateful to be healthy, to be able to get out and enjoy this beautiful country. Maybe not on my bike this year due to rain, but enjoy it anyway. I am beyond words to describe my gratitude for this country, for all of you for being so kind, generous, and for having the freedom to do what means absolutely the world to me. Last year at this time, we were all so uncertain where we would be next month, next week, or even the next day. I look back and I am grateful, even with all of the tragic loss of lives, we learned one lesson, at least I hope that life is too short to be ungrateful, to be angry, to be unkind, or to be negative in general. So to all of you, my American friends, near or far, thank you for welcoming people like me to this great country that I call home today. Here are my few cents. Enjoy life and your freedom every day, especially on this day. Do not take your country your community, 
and your neighbors, friends, and others in your life for granted. Take your health seriously. Take this day to reflect on all the great things we have here. Take a moment to think about those who do not have what we have. Freedom. No matter what, remember to be kind, be generous, be sympathetic, be patient, be understanding, be honest, be grateful, and more than anything, be proud to be an American. I end this episode by saying that I hope you all have a healthy 4th of July celebration. I hope you choose healthy foods, healthy activities over the alternative. And I hope you do not take your right to a healthy life and happiness for granted. And if you want to reach out, ask a question, or bring up a topic, here's how to reach me. Email me at contact at drlolly.com or visit my Facebook page, Dr. Lolly PhD. Send me your burning questions about health and how to get healthy and stay healthy for life because we all are entitled to health at little to no cost. Thanks for listening today, this special episode. Stay tuned for next week's episode. Until then, to your health and happiness and to our freedom. Happy Independence Day.